I used to sit in the preschool in tears. All the man really has to do on the day of birth is find a good parking spot. <laughs> Dad, Dad, catch this. Boom, I've done a poo. Stop stabbing your sister. From the news desk to the nursery. Mum! This is the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. It's not often a parent gets to give their opinion or just chat without interruption. But on the Parent Panel, we clear the way for one mum and one dad to give their take on the week that was. Joining me to discuss all these topics are two very experienced and wise parents. Shezzy Daniel. <laughs> Again, when do they get yeah. here? <laughs> are we fill-ins or something? <laughs> no, no, it's you two. Okay. Uh, oh. they, those two are Shezzy Daniel. She's the founder of Mummy Time and comedian Gary Eck, they each have two children. Hi, how are you guys? Yes. Hello. Very good. We should Hi. swap our kids, see how we go with We sh- so should. Are your kids good? They're older. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, they're amazing. What are you yeah. You know that fire that you heard about? Nah, that wasn't my kids. Nah, that was another. That was other children. You've got to look at the parent and then think, mm, I wonder how his children that's might good, be. That's a good, for, good idea for a show. You know how they did, like, remember oh. wife swap? The yes, child swap. Child where you swap. have to look after the other children. Oh, slightly illegal. but uh, okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shazzy, before we get stuck into it, you have been uh, campaigning lately. Grant's up for a gold Logie. Hold on. Is he a Grant or a Grant? Grant. He's a Grant because he's from Sydney. Is he a Sydney boy? No, he's from New South Wales. Yeah. Bit all over the place, but he was born in Gosford where it was Grant. Okay, so he's um, Grant? Grant, yeah. How's it been going? We've been working hard. Grant is a terrible campaigner. Um, he doesn't like, you know, talking about how good he is. So he's really let that's the team down. That's you. Yeah, that's mm. right. You've been doing a fine job <laughs> talking him up. I've been annoying the crap out of everybody um, <laughs> and pretty much wearing his face, handing out, you know, lots of pamphlets and, yeah. So are you confident? Are you quietly confident? No, no? I'm not. <laughs> that's great support. Sorry, sorry. Come on, everybody, you've got to vote. Um, Can I just say the most impressive thing about this for me anyway is a wife, I know this sounds really bad, but a wife who is so supportive of her husband, like most of us are like, oh, can you just take your feet off the coffee table, (laughs) don't Mm. drop your towel in the bathroom. Shezzy's there. Yeah. She's like waving a flag with his face on it. I know. You, you are the best wife bit... ever. I mean, oh, you can't, thanks. the listeners can't see this, but uh, Shezzy's <laughs> yes. wearing a t-shirt that <laughs> says, it's got Grant's head on it. Grant for gold. Vote yes. Grant. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. very impressive. Yeah. yeah. I really hope he, he gets it. And so uh, it's Sunday night. Sunday night. Logies, and yeah. if people are listening and they want to support Grant, what do they have to do? Grant, what do they have to do? I would give mm. them all a very big kiss, firstly. Wow. Um, <laughs> but he's like, well, okay. I've got to call some mates. Hey, yeah, you might want to come over here. Uh, yeah, vote for Grant. Yeah. Um, look, probably the easiest thing to do it would be to Google um, Logie's 2018 voting and you'll be taken through to the page. And, um, yeah, just get on there, click Family Feud, Grant, Grant for Gold. So easy. Yeah. So easy. So easy. Yeah. So easy. Yep. Grant's about, Grant, Gary's going to do that. Yeah, I will. He's here, yeah. physically, can get a kiss. No, but I'm going to call him Grant. <laughs> Grant, Grant, I know. I'm can... voting for Grant, <laughs> not Grant. Can you I tell you, Grant? that comes from the fact I'm married to an Adelaidean who uh, ev- yeah, corrects dance. me every single time. He calls me a convict because mm. I speak like that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. I would prefer not to meet him. <laughs> I know. With my Bathurst twang. Mm. I know. It's, it's funny when you go from Adelaide to, you know. Oh, they're great. so proper. I know. They? Dance and chants and grant. Just if we've got any listeners in Adelaide. My mother-in-law yeah. listens every day, so. 
Hello. She's my Vote for Grant, mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vote for Grant if you're getting confused. Oh, Grant, sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Our topics today are, are parents responsible for their child's digital footprint? Would you let your six-year-old girl go to a makeup party? Do you bribe your kids to get things done? And if you do, what are your methods? And you're in the middle of a family apocalypse scenario. Who is your celebrity A-team that come to rescue you? I can't wait for that one. First up today, though, should we be posting photos of our kids online? Hey, how'd you get that picture of me? I'm going to take a picture and post it on Facebook. What? Hey, Mom, where are all the photos of me from when I was younger? And now I have to live with this for the rest of my life. (laughs) This week, Pip from Babyology wrote about a mum who had asked her extended family not to share images of her baby online. And one of the reasons um, she put this ban on pictures was to protect her child's digital footprint. And these are her words. This is the first generation that has no say in their online presence. And we want to respect her future choice um, to be online or not. So has this mum got a point? Um, Is it up to us to stop posting and sharing images of our kids so that when they're older, they can choose how they'll be remembered online? Um, Which I see the point in all of that. But on the other side... I was wondering if this is the first generation to grow up with their photos online, how can we know what they're going to think when they're older? Perhaps they'll turn around and go, didn't you think I was cute when I was a baby? Like, why didn't you post photos of me? So given that we can't know the future, um, what is the right decision to make? Shezzy, what do you think? I mean, you're in a unique position, I should I add. I because am. It's a great one for me, isn't it? Because I yeah. share so much. Um, look, both Grant and I, Grant, Grant. Say it's Grant, it's confusing. okay. Um, <laughs> we're both, you know, in the public eye. Um, and look, the public, I guess, pay our bills. So, And they like to know about us. They like to see what we're doing. They love to see, you know, our family. Um I'm still cautious about what I do post, but I do post about my kids a lot. Um, I I find it actually as a mum quite cathartic sometimes to talk about the really crappy times, um, but I don't ever bag you know, bag the kid. Well, I do a little bit, but not, <laughs> you know, not that it would be ever detrimental to them. It's nothing um, that you wouldn't say to their face. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I do. Um, I like to think that you know we're essentially in a good world. Um, and that, you know, that anything that we put up won't be kind of turned against these little kids because obviously they, you know, they don't have a say. Um, but I have think... Have they started to... Because my daughter will tell me she doesn't want me to post things. Yeah. And just as an example, I mean, I don't have the kind of public profile you or Grant have, Grant yep. have, but my... Um, I have a public Facebook page and yes. I posted a picture of my daughter hugging my son when we were away once. I didn't think twice about it. Just went, oh, look, mm. they're being nice to each other. Yay me. And one of my um, one of the girls at school, her mum follows my public page. And so she showed her daughter very innocently. And the daughter right. went up and said, oh, I saw a photo of you on the weekend. I came home that night and my daughter was like, I'm very cross with you, mummy. You posted a shot without asking my permission. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of my fault. She's after royalty. Chose. That's what she's <laughs> Yeah, she is. So she's cough up, to mum. You. All right. Yeah, that's wow. right. It's uh, unauthorised, so that's double the fee. So that's, that's 75 cents you owe me. That's so funny. No, look, my yeah. daughter, sometimes she'll say to me, hey, mum, post this, and she'll do a little dance. But she also, um, on the flip side, will sometimes say, 
that's just for us. And I, you know, so she's aware of it. She is, yeah. Mm. Um, mm. There was an incident that I had where I posted a, a picture of my youngest daughter Scout. She was wearing her big girl undies. She had an ice block in her hand. It was all very innocent. She was standing next to the potty. Um, the post was about how she had kind of led the toilet training. Um, you know, thing, and I, I wasn't ready for it, but she was. Now we're in big girl undies. She's very proud. There was no, like she, she only had her pants on, but holding the ice block, you know, kind of covered the rest of her. It was, it was very innocent, but it was taken down, and I got a message, um, saying, you know, your post has been removed due to privacy and something else. Wow! And I was shattered. That was Instagram. That's, that was Instagram. Yeah, but that's an algorithm decided. Well, but I. Do you know what I mean? It's I wasn't not like aware of actually that. flicking through and going. Well, I thought that's maybe of... somebody had complained. No, they just. So any... I, I felt as a mum though. I thought I, I felt really, really sick, and I, I, you know, I was trying to think, did I put my daughter in harm? And then, since then, you know, I um. I had a lot of people messaging me because it was still up on Facebook, and it became a bit of a talking point. And I didn't want to put my daughter out, you know, in harm's way. But there were a few people who have a, quite a, a horrible, you know, view on the world, I guess, who kind of opened my eyes to a few different possibilities um, for those, you know, types of pictures. So I'm much more aware now. I think we mm. all do that once, mm. though, right? I mean, we're learning as well, yeah. in a way. Um, mm. Gary, what's your mm. thoughts on this? Well, you know, it's kind of almost too late now, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> Kids are growing up, they're doing it anyway. So they're snapping and taking photos of themselves. So it's not going to shock them to know that there's a history of their photos online somewhere. In fact, they'd probably want it. Yeah. The only disappointing thing is that, you know, like your child's 21st is kind of suddenly ruined a bit. Yes. You can't can't surprise mm. them with that embarrassing photo because everyone's like, yeah, we've seen that. I saw that years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. I've got copies of it online, you know. Yeah. So you kind of, I reckon we miss that opportunity a little bit. I mean, I personally don't post any photos of my kids on my Facebook page because I just don't want, I kind of have, you know, my thinking is I, you know, my kids are really cute and good looking and stuff, you know. But, you know, I, don't, I just don't want anyone taking that photo and using it inappropriately anywhere else without my knowledge, which they could easily mm. do. Mm. So I kind of think, I do have photos, but they're kind of distant shots and I don't kind of make out mm. that, you know, I don't have any kind of, you know, close up photos of my kids and stuff. Not on the Facebook page. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that is um, part of the whole story, but it's a different part, isn't it? So you're not so worried about them coming up to you and saying, Dad, mm. you completely eroded my rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking you to the Hague. Well, they'd be, I reckon they're, they're almost the opposite. They'd be like, you seriously chose that photo? I mean, look at the light. Um, like, <laughs> they're experts. Yeah, they're experts. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, there were so many other photos you could have chosen, and you chose that one. That is the embarrass. That's what they'd be embarrassed and about. And why didn't you put a filter on this? Yeah, there's and, no filter, yeah. and, you know, look, you know, we could have done some shading there, and mm. let's do it again. Take that one off. You know, so I don't even tell them. You know, <laughs> it's all luck. good. You're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Our two parents this week are Shezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time, and comedian Gary Eck. Next, would you let your six-year-old go to a makeup party? Kindling Conversation. A beauty school where you learn how to do hair and makeup. But I do want what's best for my daughter. They grow up so fast. Are you wearing lipstick? 
This week, my daughter was invited to a makeup party. She's only six. And uh, when the little girl actually gave me the invitation and there were three six-year-olds jumping up around me in excitement, telling me, oh, we're going to a makeup party. And my little girl's beside me, just really happy. And I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm going to have to go away and think about it. Um, And... Ultimately, I thought it through. I interviewed a psychologist, as you do, (laughs) and wrote an article about it. That's how I get through my parenting stuff. (laughs) And I'm paid to do that, so that's fine. Um, But so I got to the end of that and thought, no, actually, I'm okay with this. Mm. Um, It's just a bit of play. It's a bit of fantasy for her. Um, But then if I reflect on it, I don't know that my parents would have felt the same. So I wasn't allowed to wear nail polish or anything like that when I was a kid. And I think people have different views. I know on our Facebook audience, a few people have said, no, makeup's for adults, not for Mm. children. So, um, Gary, your Mm. daughter's nine now, right? Um, Have you been through this experience? Um, Well, she hasn't been invited to a makeup party. I mean, I wish she got invited to like a make up your bed party or, you know, that's a better party. Okay, kids, everyone, we're doing hospital corners now. Everyone tuck in the sheets. Really nice. Good, Avelia. You're doing a great job there. So I know she would love it. She would definitely go for it. What, the, the makeup. Bed, what? <laughs> yeah. The makeup the bed. Party. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, we're washing the dishes party, kids. Put your wash, brush your teeth party, kids. Just spring clean my whole house party. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great a spring clean party, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, she would love it. She's never been invited to one, but she is. She loves that stuff. And I think she's not kind of into it. And I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I object to what you have to pay for the cosmetics afterwards when you get older. You know, I mean, that's that's the raw. How do you know that? I always hide that from my husband. I, yeah, I know. It's such a raw. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just don't have a... I mean, it's... I mean, there's an interesting story. Do you remember that story came out um, last year in Dubbo? The dad, it was at the end of year six um, school, and the girls were sent, um, were allowed to do, they're doing like hair and makeup in the library and the boys went to Bunnings, like they split them (laughs) and the father got really, he wrote a letter to the principal, this kind of funny letter going, you know, you know, my daughter left school in 2017 and came home in, in 1968. Like why wasn't she given the option to go to Bunnings? Yeah. You know, and so it went on going, you know, why is there some sort of, you know, time travel thing you have at school and, you know. And and it was a kind of a fair comment, except for I'm thinking, why, you know, have you thought about what's so great about going to Bunnings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is a kid getting out of it? But at the end of the day, I don't know. I think kids love dressing up. And we've, you know, we've been, humanity's been doing it for thousands of years, trying to make ourselves look better and highlight this. I mean, I mean, in ancient Egypt, men wore more make, weight, makeup than women. So, you know, it's not wow. like it's a... How do you know that? I have a time travel um, thing. It's just so wise. It's uh, so wise. wise. Gary, Gary, I'm just making this stuff up. I yeah, don't even believe that. you. Man, I realize if you say something with confidence wow. and authority yeah. and have three facts about it, people think you're a genius. Oh I thought you were going to come back with, oh, didn't you know I have a uh, PhD? A degree in, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, I just believe at, that I just looked too. at some photos. Oh, okay. No, these men have, these pharaohs have lots of makeup on them. They do. They did. But they did, actually. They did, mm. yeah. And men have often wore... You know, even in Elizabethan times, wore more makeup than women. Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin. Wears yeah. makeup. Yeah. Eyeliner. 
So I look. I don't know. Uh, I don't have an objection. Shezzy. What about you, Shezzy? My daughter, seven, would have loved to have gone to a makeup party. She would. That's that would be her ultimate. Um, look, I, I have no problem with makeup because I know that when I was young, I loved it too. But I don't. I, they don't have the same connotation with makeup as we do. It's all part of role play and dressing up when mm. you see them. Like, um, cause my my daughters have fake makeup and they put it on, and I think I think that I and I'm I'm quite strong on this. I have really tried to show them that you don't need to have a full face of makeup on. You don't need to, but I I show them that by by living it myself. So they see me leaving the house sometimes, you know, looking quite dishevelled, um, <laughs> well, quite often, um, with no makeup on. And I think that that's really important to them so that they don't feel that they mm. need that to cover up any flaws or make them, you know, feel better. But by all means, you know, I think role play is really important um, for kids. That's how they learn. So, and to me, makeup's just, you know, yeah. part of that. Is there anything that you would not want your child to do? Because that made me think about as well the problem I had with my son before we bought him a lot of Nerf guns. Like I, I had an issue with guns, then I didn't. Uh, I had an issue with makeup, then I didn't. And I'm yeah. just wondering, I mean, these are all things that they play when they're young, but is there anything that you would sort of draw the line at and say, actually, no, I don't, I don't want you to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long does this show go oh, for? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, Shez and I just looked at each we other at simultaneously each other. and just went, what, yeah. that's a dumb question. <laughs> um, look, at Christmas time, I saw um, some kids, they had full machine gun uh, toys, but machine guns, and they were like firing at each other and firing it quite aggressively, really close, close to my child's head at mm. a park. That freaked me out. Mm. I'm not anti, you know, Nerf gun or anything, but these were very realistic and, and yeah. 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 What about you, Gary? I mean, I'm campaigning hard against uh, video games on phones that kids just are addicted to. Yeah. Mm. And schools that are stupid enough to keep allowing it at, at school during lunch and recess. Oh, really? I didn't know they oh, did a lot that. Of school, a lot of schools and, you know, we're fighting it with our, my son's school at the moment Just and just insane, you know, that... And it's very games. These, you know, they're, they're all into Clash Royale, which is massive. I mean, what, you probably what's that? I don't know. So that that's one. like a medieval type sort of oh. go around, you know, collecting things. Hugely addictive reward system. It's all based on reward system. Uh. And the other one, which is um, Fortnite, which is massive. I mean, forty million people play this game around the world. Wow. wow. And it's hugely addictive. And it's, once again, based on that reward system that you have to end up paying for with real cash. So, yeah. and you know, this, this, all the science that's been proven says it's the same stimulation in that reward system with a video game that it is with the poker machine. Yeah. So the brain's going, oh, reward, keep going. Oh, yeah. reward, keep going. So you're and training so it for like you're training some kind of kids. future issues, really. Man, I, I mean, I saw a kid walking to, to my son's school. And he's just playing the game and walks straight into a pole. No. It's like, oh, wow. And it's like so insane. And the schools, I don't think, realize that now that kids have iPhones that have a lot of memory and a lot of power and you can download lots of games on them, 
because even a few years ago they weren't capable of doing that, mm. but now they can and they can interact because they've they've got access to a lot more free gigabytes and Wi-Fi. Yeah, they can play these games interactively with other kids around the world. Like Fortnite, I mean, this game is insane, right? So, a hundred people scary. can play it at a time, one game, and they all get dropped in. The idea is to kill each other, <laughs> and you get ranked at the end, and there's a winner. So even that game to me is just. You know, and kids, every kid, mate, so many kids are playing this. If you've got kids that are around, say, you know, nine plus, ask them about Fortnite and they'll give you all the deets. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, this is, so Gary it's is a different here topic. as yeah, the yeah. foreboding voice of yeah, the future. Yeah, but um, what, it's going to be an epidemic in the future and I don't yeah. think people are really, and a lot of schools are starting to ban it now. They're realizing that, um, yeah. It's, it's taking over. Okay, now that we're scared, I'm going to move on to the next yeah. topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for scaring you, everybody. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> terrified. Okay, so next we're going to talk about bribing your children to get things done. Mm. At this point, I'll try anything. As long as it works, that's all that matters to me. I'm not sure bribing your kid is the best approach to parenting. This week, writer Joe Abbey confessed on Nine Honey that she bribes her kids all the time. It, she called it a confession, I think, because while we all do it at some point, no one actually wants to admit they've done it. And personally, for me, there have been a few horrific mornings trying to get both my kids in the car when my son absolutely refused to move. And the only thing I could think of was offering him a lolly or a biscuit if he happened to get in the car. And when I did it, um, I, yeah, I definitely felt terrible. But at the same time, I was so impressed at mm. how quickly it yeah. worked to stop the tears, to get him in the car. And I know because I talk to these people every day, experts about mm. behavior and how to... But, oh, my gosh, when it's like quarter to nine and they've got to be at school and I've got to be at work and he's just sitting on the floor refusing to move, I'm like... What else do you do? Yeah. What else do you do? So I'm curious if other parents use bribery mm. and if they do, um, what are the best bribes that work, Shezzy? How, how does it go in your house? Um, I don't call it bribery. I call it survival, <laughs> um, negotiating, rewarding. Um, I Scout does nothing. She timeout doesn't work. The threat of you know if you do that again, and I she does quite naughty things as we established last time. Um, the threat of you know you'll get a smack even doesn't work. Um, so I find it, particularly in the mornings where it's like hectic, I find if I tell her that if she you know if she is good, if she doesn't take her clothes off, if she doesn't feed the dog. <laughs> poo if she doesn't take a drink out of the toilet she will get some lollies and I give her like three tic tacs and I hang on to them until we get in the car and she doesn't do the like the dead leg straight you know as I'm trying to put her into the seat she doesn't take her car seat off then she gets the lollies right and And I don't feel guilty about that and tic tacs are they always the bribe that work Wow. Well, look, any type of lolly would work, but I find that Tic Tacs don't give her a massive sugar high and mm. then she, you know, eats them slowly. So they're small and there's cheap. You can, you know, and you can carry them in yeah. your pocket. You can carry them in your bag. <laughs> I've got Tic Tacs everywhere. But then yeah. Scout knows when you're coming because that little <laughs> yeah, rattle. The rattle. <laughs> Mum's here. Tic Tacs. Yeah. Well, she started now to say, you know, she started to negotiate back with me. You know, mm. if I do this, can I get 
like a whole packet. Yeah. Um, Starts with three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know. It's a slippery <laughs> slope to tic-tac addiction. But you've been using this for a while. So Can you tell? Well, yeah. I don't know. It sounded like you'd have to. Yes, um, I do. So yeah. it, it hasn't necessarily escalated yet. It might, but it hasn't. It, it... Well, I'm not quite sure how it would escalate because um, she basically she gets what she asks for because she whinges and, and throws tantrums and, and I don't have the stamina to fight. Mm. Um, you know, I tried really hard with every single trick in the book for taking her off the dummy um, just recently and then Grant's mum came to stay with us and gave her back the dummy after four nights of crying. Um, tactic. And so I then I tried to take her back off the dummy and I was like, I'll get you a toy. I'll get you a... I can't even think, you know, just trying to to bribe her, to reward her, and it, did, it didn't work. Mm. So... So I don't know. My daughter, my cold turkey. You just cold turkey. That's what. Yeah. But with bribery, I don't feel bad. Whatever works. Sometimes you know you have to you have to use your brain as mums. What works? Oh, dads. I know it's it is hard because it's like, come on, we're running late. Come on, I'll I'll give you an extra hug. If you come right, you know, it doesn't They're kind like, of... Oh, but you're a dad. You could say, I I won't embarrass you for a week. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I am embarrassing them at the moment. So, <laughs> they're getting a bit older. They're like noticing my clothes. You're wearing that. Oh. Oh, but, I mean, we're not... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of guilty of just rewarding anyway, even when they shouldn't be rewarded. Look what I got you. Yeah. yeah. This is cool, isn't it? Yeah. Is that when you go through Aldi and you walk past Oh, the- man, I'm a sucker. <laughs> Such a sucker. I drag the kids in there and they're like, no. But look, it's only $5. Come on, it's a log cutter. We need a log cutter. Who? And it's just a chain for the log cutter. Now I've got to get the log cutter. I'm like, I see that stuff and I just want... Um, but yeah, when I mean our kids, you know, they're not into lollies. Thank, thank goodness, they they don't. So they're not. I can't bribe them with any kind of treat. Yeah, it's got to be like you know, ninety percent dark chocolate. Oh, did you bribe them with lollies when they were no, younger? No, no, they never, because no. we don't eat You're lollies. We don't have the lollies yeah. in the That's what I'm house. hoping they'll move on to, like, 90% percent Well, you, yeah, you've got to start them on there, because then it's kind of good. Oh, well, I've um, lost too late. Missed the boat now. <laughs> I have bribed, because I, I, with my daughter, I, uh, I wrote a, like a, it was a, a children's book idea, chapter book, and I wanted her to read it. And she's, you know, really reads a lot. And, I, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. It's like, ah. Oh, Get to it. <laughs> what is it? And I was like, oh, how long is that going to take? So, oh, I don't know. I've just got to read something else, you know. And I'm like, well, if I paid you five bucks, would Ooh, you read it? That's nice. She's like, five. And she's just, five. <laughs> she goes, and then she goes, well, how much if I read it now? <laughs> oh. So, well, oh, you read it right now? Okay, I'll give you 10 bucks if you read it right now. And she goes, okay. <laughs> so she dumps her other book and then reads it, you know. And now I'm nervous because so I'm like, tics, what are they? Dollar fifty cents? Yeah, yeah. I'm, ten, I'm up ten to bucks. ten bucks. Yeah. But you know, I got it read right now, which yeah. is kind of you know. Yeah, but Scout got in the seat. I'm sorry, Gary shares. He's winning. On I know, the no, 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 it's terrible. I'm, that's what I mean. I said I'm terrible. I'm a terrible reward. I don't like give I'll, lollies. I just give cash. But I didn't know. say how many packets of Tim Tam. Uh, Tic Tacs we go through a week. Did oh, I? No, yeah. I'd like to know now. And the, and the tic each one is actually the size of a football. Yeah. Like they're massive Tic Tacs. It's like a new, new range. Yeah, giant Tic Tacs. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got the bribery covered. Next, our final topic is uh, when the proverbial hits the fan, who are you going to call? <laughs> 
Hey, kindlings, listen closely because I have some very important news to share. On Sunday, the first of July, kindling might suddenly disappear from your digital radio, and you'll be like, "What? Where's the best kids' radio station ever gone?" Ah! But don't worry, we are still there. If we do disappear, all you have to do is rescan your radio. We will be right back where we should be. Sunday, the first of July, get ready to scan, and don't worry. Look at this place. It's a disaster. We need all the help we can get. We're going to take those people and try to put together a winning team. This week in the News Limited Press, Victoria Hannaford outlined what celebrities she would use in an apocalypse. I thought, what if this was specific to families? So the scenario is: it's 5 p.m. You've just got in the door after a big day at work. Your toddler has pooped his pants. Your five-year-old is screaming bloody murder because she's hungry. There's nothing in the fridge. The sink is full of dishes. The washing is on the line, sitting under a fine drizzle that has just started to fall from the sky. And your partner won't be home for another three hours. Who do you bring in, Shezzy? I love it how you call this scenario an apocalypse. apocalypse yeah. yeah, this is this is daily at my yeah. house. This is sounding um, ideal, personally. <laughs> no food in the fridge. I don't have a fridge. <laughs> Uh, the kids are no. I won't even go into what they're doing. Look, um, first of all, super nanny Joe Frost. Uh, she would definitely be at the top of my list. Um, obviously, to help you know keep the kids in tow. Um, <clears throat> Bear grills mm, yeah, <laughs> to try and teach me some survival skills. Um, I think I you know I definitely won't be drinking my urine, but you know, I'm sure he's got a few other tips. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I haven't got a tic tac, but how about this? <laughs> or biting snakes' heads. Um, <laughs> the wiggles to entertain oh, wow, the kids, yeah. yeah, so I can have a little bit of time out. Leonardo DiCaprio to help me bear wrangle <laughs> the kids to bed. Right. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were just going to say just, just to hang out with you. To look at. Yeah. Just to look at. Sorry. Hang no. him on Grant the wall. Grant for gold. Grant for gold. No. <laughs> um, and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler to sit down and chat with once the kids have finally gone to bed, maybe have a wine or two. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's yeah. a really good way to end it. just say the same thing. Or what Chaz just said. <laughs> Yeah. Especially Leonardo. Yeah, I Leon- know. Oh, yeah, he'd be fun. I'd like to hang out with him. Um, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, my kids, every time we cook dinner and stuff, we put it on. They're not necessarily aware of who's done what in the cooking process. Mm. And they taste it. And, like, my daughter will say and my son will say, so who who made the mashed potato? <laughs> right? So they look at both of us. And we don't know whether are we going to live or are we going to die. <laughs> like they, they don't even say, oh, I don't like this. They go, who, who made this? Right? So one of us says, oh, actually, I, I mashed it. And then they're like, yeah, it's, a, it's okay. You know? <laughs> so I'm definitely getting Gordon Ramsay in because I just want that sort of food discipline to shut up and eat it. A few swear words in there just to put them in their place. You know? And they love Gordon Ramsay anyway. He's like God to them. So definitely, I definitely need him. And then I just think just to kind of scare them and make sure they do everything they're meant to do, I just have Donald Trump <laughs> just wandering around the, every, you know, go to your room, go, hurry up, <laughs> you know, do your homework, you know. Fired. Fire, you're fired, fired. yeah. <laughs> all of you, your children, you're gone. You're getting, I'm getting all your children out of here. It's a really bad Donald Trump impersonation. Oh, I, but, I so. liked it. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's pretty much all I need, I reckon. I reckon I can survive yeah. just, uh, even though I don't want Donald Trump in my, in my house. Was, but, yeah, that's a... Mm. Maybe a hologram or something I can... <laughs> just you know, turn just off kind of robot, of, a robot. Or he just says Trump. the same yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Elon Musk, that'd be nice if he was just driving my kids to school in his electric car. <laughs> that'd be very handy, you know. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for moving on from the image of Donald Trump watching mm, the sorry about family. that. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much yeah, for covering you today. Thank you. That was Shezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time and comedian Gary X. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and share it with your friends. The Parent Panel, new episodes every Friday.